stay with aviation and talk about the big numbers expected at Auckland Airport as we close in on Christmas. Those last two days, 23rd and 24th of the month, they're expecting 50,000 people in and out of the country. Last year, this time, there were fewer than 3,000 international passengers. Chief Executive at the airport, Kari Hura Hanganui, is with us this morning. Good morning. Kia ora, Tim. Well, big numbers. What's the airport doing to get ready for all those people? Uh, well, we do have some big numbers coming through, 50,000 coming in on the 23rd and 24th of de- December. And listen, it's been a long time since we've had a, a full summer of travel. So there's been a lot of work in play to ramp up the system over the last uh, six months or so. Uh, we're feeling pretty good, although I, I have to admit, Tim, just like many industries, um, it has been a bit of a crunch, a labour crunch in terms of labour shortages. So, um, you know, we do need to call out the potential for um, some delays and queues, but I can certainly assure that that all the operators at the airport are doing everything possible to make a great Christmas experience for travellers. Whereabouts in the airport operation, very complex operation, whereabouts are those staff shortages most acute? Uh, well, we currently, if we look across the entire airport precinct, there's you know, in excess of 30 or 40 organisations that operate daily. There's still 1,600 vacancies. So it's really across the ecosystem as opposed to any one, one area. But, but we've certainly also had great collaboration across airlines, the airport, border agencies, retailers to ensure that um, we are making uh, it a great experience for travellers uh, and mitigating any issues that there might be. So what's that going to mean for me as a traveller, as a passenger? A longer wait to check in, a longer wait for my bag when I arrive? Uh, well, actually, I guess my, my top tip, if that's what you want to call it, it's probably an oldie but a goodie, but is plan ahead. You know, it is going to be busier on the roads. Tim, it's going to be busier in car parking and terminals. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't recommend making a last-minute dash to the airport. It, it, it will be about planning ahead, you know, checking the roads and public transport schedules, book your car in advance if you're planning on driving, and get there early so that you can check in and clear security and, and potentially have a cup of tea before you get on that flight so that it is a, a bit more enjoyable. So what are you saying, in uh, two hours, three hours, four hours? Um, airlines provide that, that normal advice for, for check-in, and I think for most airlines, check-in opens three hours prior to departure. Um, so I think follow those kind of normal advice you get from the airlines. Uh, uh, we're just saying don't leave it to kind of that uh, last 30, 45 minutes before the flight and, and hoping to make a dash like you might have done in a pre-pandemic environment. What can you tell me about the fuel situation? Oh, some good news there, actually. Obviously, we had some challenges last week. We, we've been advised that the, the shipment that they were expecting has since come in. It's good quality, and so that's really taken the heat uh, out of the fuel issue that last week was, was certainly on everybody's mind. So no fuel rationing, no cancellation of flights because of fuel problems? Well, uh, ultimately, the fuel companies uh, probably are the best ones to definitively comment on that. But what They I don't tell you? Hearing, uh, uh, well, they, you tend, they tended to deal directly with the airlines in terms of any rationing requirements that they might have. But like I said, we're, we're being told that they've got the fuel that's come in and that the risk has reduced dramatically. Aaron said, uh, Chief Greg Foran said this week, the airline's losing about twice as many bags as it used to. Uh, what are you doing to make sure my baggage is safe? Um, absolutely. We are certainly seeing the impact of the challenges. You know, the airlines and their ground handlers are working really hard. Um, it's a global issue, um, but but one of the things that, that we're doing is, again, working as a system, Tim, to try and ensure that if a bag is mishandled, that, that the airlines and the ground handlers uh, can work to get that 
recovered and, and reconnected back with its uh, with its passenger. What are you projecting for 2023, Kerry? <laughs> oh, great question, crystal ball. Um, listen, I think we'll continue to see uh, what we're looking at forecasts ahead is that that demand remains strong. People are choosing to travel. I think the question mark ultimately in everyone's mind is is the, the cost of living kind of crunch and, and whether that starts to have people making some different choices. But certainly the demand we're seeing now remains strong uh, into the first half of next year. It's Kerry Hore Hanganui, who is the big chief at Auckland Airport on those massive numbers coming through the airport at Christmas time, 23rd and 24th of December. Very excited about the 26th of December because that's when um, uh, Jessie gets in. Haven't seen her in three years flying down. So we'll actually be on a flight on Christmas Day itself and arrives on uh, Boxing Day. So hopefully the baggage from the 23rd and the 24th would have cleared and we won't have to wait until lunchtime for the bags to uh, come through. Well, on I that hope day. Santa figures out how to deliver presents onto a plane. <laughs> That's an yeah, interesting that like thought. How does, that, how does that occur? Um, uh, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I guess he still comes down the chimney. It's ever, just a moving chimney. That's the hard I thing. don't think I've ever flown on a Christmas day. It must be quite a pleasant experience. I'm sure they'd make a bit of an effort, wouldn't they, on the plane to make it uh, pleasant? They give Either you that or everybody's thoroughly of... resentful of the fact <laughs> that they pulled that shift and it's the complete opposite experience. Uh, well, I, I shall get a report back um, after uh, from somebody who's actually experienced it, and I'll be very happy to share that uh, in the new year once uh, once we get back uh, on board.